All right, so um, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, take it away. Yeah, it's off. It's off. The fridge is off, so we'll be mm-hmm. making any annoying noises. Um, <laughs> and to start off, since we are officially recording um, today in the studio, you know, I am your host Jose, and we've got our other host Daniel. Daniel, what's up, guys? Yes. Um, our couch potato for today is uh, Nikki Purple. She is a philanthropist, author, inspirational speaker, and a real estate agent, and a very powerful woman. And if you guys have been following along with our uh, episodes, we recently talked about the importance of reporting abuse. Feel free to take a look at that episode, as well as today's episode, we'll be talking about surviving abuse, and of course, Miss Nikki's work. Yes, now Miss Nikki, that the those uh those little titles I came up with, and um, Jose and I worked on that. Uh, they're they're um I, I still want to know. Mm-hmm. And not to cut you off, because that was such a warm, delighted, beautiful intro. <laughs> we just want to revise and tweak just a little bit. Former real estate agent, oh, I am okay, now okay. a real estate coach. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. Real estate advisor. That's what I was going for, because I was like, I feel like those are. Not too accurate, but we're going to figure out who exactly you are yeah. because that's why we're here. Oh, you accountable. Yes. yes, we're learning from each other. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Um, so going into it, um, who who are you exactly? Like Nikki Purple, does, is that is that your your given legal name? Like, or, or tell me about well, that. Well, that's a great question. So Nikki Purple is not my birth name, but Nicole, which um, is my birth name. My nickname is Nikki. Okay. And I was given Nikki Purple. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I was given Nikki Purple because that name uh, resonated with the color purple. And for the last six years, um, my hair, even though it's not mm-hmm. purple, the second for the last six years, I have always sported this different majestic colors of purple. Okay. Whether it was nice. my hair, my clothing, um, it didn't have to go with anything because to me, I just resonate with purple. So um, I was given this name from an artist. He said, you know, to me one day, he said, Nikki, why don't you just call yourself Nikki Purple? You know, because you're all about purple. And I said, you know what? I think I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm 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 ready to go ahead and drop my mixtape. Okay, okay. Hey. see Nikki Purple. You get in the studio. You hey, know, yeah. world star. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I definitely have to get on the world star. I have to be right there in the middle because you know I don't want to be on the side, but right there in the middle on the skin. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, right. But all jokes aside, so <laughs> Nikki Purple, it that is a playground, and the reason why I said a playground because what what I see a lot is we grow up, and as we grow up, we give out, we give in, we get tired, we stop creating, we stop playing, we stop laughing, mm-hmm. we lose our smile. So the playground is this liberated place where I get a chance to help, help, assist, remind, but not teach. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just free people from their habits, their hangups, and whatever is holding them back. I like that. So the intro of yeah. Nikki Purple. What a great intro! Thank you Thank so much you for so sharing. Thank you so much. That. I'm learning from you guys. Yeah. You know, I try to be a good student. Yeah, you, sometimes you got to be a good student to be a good teacher. Ooh. You know, yeah. okay. Yeah, I like that, that on Instagram. Oh, oh. I like that. Um, <laughs> that is the caption for our next picture. Yeah, um, he reminds me of that movie. Um, what was the movie? He said you must learn how to follow before you can lead. Um, it was a movie. I can't think of it a second. Star Wars. You must no. Uh, <laughs> nope, because I don't like Star Wars. Okay. I know what. Uh, no, you must learn how to follow before you can lead. Oh, Drumline. I'm sorry. Drumline. Oh, that was from Drumline. Okay. <laughs> Yes, Gemma. Uh, yeah. 
Wow, I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, I don't really remember that movie. Wow. But <laughs> I don't really remember it that much either. It's been well, so I'm long. part of the 40 and up crew, so I oh. definitely remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. I appreciate yes. that. <laughs> so, um, where where are you originally from? Like, before you came, or like, before Atlanta, or where, have you always been here? I actually relocated here in 2009. Okay. 2009, I relocated here, and I'm born and raised uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, okay. Ohio is my heartbeat. Hey. Yeah. I've been to Ohio. I've been to Ohio once. Really? Yeah. You're I'm not a LeBron fan, huh? N- no. Oh, shame on you. <laughs> shame on. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I mean, brought you to Atlanta? Just actually, I relocated here. Uh, I had a. We all have dreams, goals, mm-hmm. and so forth. So at that time. The goal was to park myself in um, real estate. So I decided, okay, I'm going to retire doing luxury real estate. And as I was deciding and putting together this plan, I wanted to come to a state where it was the most challenging, the number one place where athletes come to retire. And so it was a lot of different reasons when I looked up uh, the reason why I should come to Georgia. And so after my real estate research, I said, okay, Georgia is the best place for me. And literally, I just packed up, relocated, came here. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's bold. bold. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it is. It's, it's just like the studio. Everything I see in here is bold. Uh, so, yes, um, you have to, you know, the, bold is a good thing. It's, it's not as, as bad as we kind of make it seem. Uh, it's the bold steps that we take, which is the other side of fear, that actually help us to grow and help those wings to start flapping so we can fly. So, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, what um, you said you do... You were a real estate agent, and yes. now you're a real estate coach. But yes. what um, what drove you to real estate? What made you go into that? So with my real estate, my parents, I was I came was raised um, in a real estate family. Okay, I think my dad wanted more girls. So I always had to cut the grass in squares. As a little <laughs> kid, I had you know wasn't about play, play, play for me. I had to do something with my father, hold the ladder, help him with the towel, put the wallpaper up paint in a w so all these things i had to do excuse me uh to be able to play and i'm like wow this is an odd uh, model to go play uh shouldn't i have to like set the table or you know pick a color of some you know lip gloss or something you know but (laughs) for me it it was something that has something to do with real estate so when you're when you come up in a real estate uh family um breakfast was real estate lunches like all these conversations all day about real estate investing flipping homes wow. was all i ever heard um at the dinner table so of course i'm just like any other young per- person who you know and i just said hey when i get grown i am not going to do what my parents want me to do all this stuff they teaching me this is a you know just a waste mm-hmm. sure enough when i got 18 i was <laughs> right there doing real estate wow that's funny um i kind of grew up in that same sense and i i i'm kind of there as well because <laughs> my like I, we were talking on the way here and my dad uh and my brother's kind of doing just like the whole like uh remodeling handyman type of work <laughs> and i i was like for a while i was kind of doing my own thing and then i was like uh i, I didn't do that and then i was kind of bouncing around and then i found myself kind of doing something similar to what they were doing and i was like okay i guess it's not too bad <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny because i'm on the same boat too <laughs> wow yeah yeah my dad um ever since we were little he's been doing like 
um, kitchen remodeling. Yeah. Like cabinets, like building cabinets, like installing cabinets. And when I was little, like he would just make me go to work with him. Like, mm. so he never paid me. <laughs> so, oh, dude, that sucks. I got paid sometimes. Yeah. I, <laughs> wow, I, I, you're a lucky person. Yeah. I literally never got paid. So I was like, I never want to do this. Oh, <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah. And then like when I started growing up, it's like I wanted to do it less and less. I hated it so much. And then I wanted to get into the medical field and I got pretty far into it. And then I realized I hated it. Oh. And then <laughs> I found myself doing construction and remodeling and now that I'm getting paid for it, it's like I kind of like it more. So that shows <laughs> us, though, uh, and, and that's pretty amazing. Uh, it shows us that when we're in our younger, younger, younger years, those are our super, I call them super learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're learning at such a fast rate. It's very, very powerful. And that goes into your subconscious and your conscious. And you end up replaying it. So the power of our conscious and subconscious is, is really amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I found myself doing something that I didn't want to do as a kid, but like <laughs> now it's really not that big of a deal. Like mm-hmm. it's a decent job and it pays really well. So like, you know, why not? There you go. And the Atlanta market is crazy right now. Yes, it is. So, it's a great market. Great yeah. market. So from real estate to coaching what um what's what's like the difference i'm curious like I'm, i feel like they're the same but i feel like there's a kind of a difference or like you, you were talking about um, flipping houses as well so the difference uh, so you you have real estate as an agent which you represent either the listing the i'm sorry the seller or the buyer mm-hmm. um but when it comes to coaching the, the big difference is i'm giving back everything that i learned i've done all phases of real estate been in real estate since I was 14. So when you've done all phases of real estate and I have been endorsed tons of awards um, by Bloomberg News, Trulia, Zillow, number 75 real estate agent. So I've been in every single arena and I've plateaued, meaning I have excelled masters. You know, sometimes we call them master skills uh, I know my strengths. I know what it takes. And being a single mom with three children as a entrepreneur, as a real estate agent in several states, it's it's a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge. And I've always wanted to give back. So I said, okay, let me take all my experiences, all my ups and downs, all my um, outside of the box, just everything. Let me wrap it up, put it in a pretty box with the little uh, what they call those little ribbon and bow (laughs) and i'm gonna give that to another agent i i I think it's phenomenal i think we all should you know as we learn give back so that's what coaching is all about i love that that's amazing that really is (laughs) passing down the knowledge yes (laughs) yes yes each one teach one yeah exactly so you're basically like a teacher in a sense Oh, well, my definition of teachers when I was in school was pretty boring. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm a teacher because with my coaching and workshops, they're very fun, energetic. We don't sit down in hard chairs a lot. So we move around. It's it's, everything I do is outside of the box. I don't don't, if I see the majority doing this, I do the complete opposite. Yeah, I like that. That's Thank good. It makes people more excited about like yeah. what they're learning. It's know? not yes. like some boring corporate yeah. America yes, type yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as you hear like, okay, workshop, you think about, okay, hard chair. How long do I have to sit in that hard chair? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Now, um, going a little, little out of order, but I was just wondering with the, um, in the beginning of your book, still beautiful, you mentioned you wanted to do, um, let me, let me refer back to that. There's something about like you were wor- working with like. Did a, you really read the book? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's just I'm, I'm my memories. <laughs> my memory's useless sometimes. Mm. I remember the the useless stuff. Yeah, but oh. you know <laughs> the, the good stuff, the important <laughs> stuff is like, where are you at, man? <laughs> um, Basically, you remember where your phone is at. You know, yeah, check Instagram. Yeah. Okay, sometimes it's like random you. facts, like um, you know, it's just like useless oh. nerdy stuff. Oh, I guess man, you're telling me about <laughs> random facts. That's all I know. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can ask uh, my girlfriend Brittany. All, all, all I know is random facts. Just random, just some random yeah. things. Okay. Yeah, she's like, tell me something, and she'll be expecting to for me to like say something like, I don't know about her, how pretty she is, and I'm like, did you know back in nineteen? 19- <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> what does that have to do with me? Did you notice know I'm wearing a new color today? Like, I've been wearing it the whole week long. <laughs> You haven't said one thing about my new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and so you you wanted to, um, I think, work at that school because you're working with the Boys and Girls Club, but you wanted to work with the, um, do like workshop for, for teenagers and they wouldn't allow you because of your lack of experience and mm-hmm. uh, I guess appearance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, kind of referring to that, you, you know, you being a black female in America. Uh, you said I was black. <laughs> oh, you're not you thought i was black okay oh, we about to flip the script on this show on the live mrp uh, which is the minority report podcast no i know all jokes is i am black i'm just kidding you, you got me again i think you did that no, in the no i'm just kidding Come on, I, i'm Daniel. actually kind of like look black to you peanut butter peanut butter caramel uh-huh. so i actually got my own color <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. I, I have to too. write it in. Like every time I put in an application, they be like, "Okay, check off. Are you black?" I'm like, "No, I'm caramel." And caramel. They <laughs> never have like they never have that on there. But yeah, um, what were some of the hardships you encountered? As you know, trying to trying to make it in in your field. You know, being an entrepreneur, being a real estate agent. So everything I've done has always been an entrepreneur. My parents raised me uh, to be entrepreneurs. Uh, that's a phenomenal question. Everything from me being 14 and 15, selling shirts, selling cars, um, jumping into the, the real estate at such a young age. And as, at the same time, I was doing real estate up with my father. I was an investor. I was a rehabber. Mm-hmm. Um, just every single thing that you can think of. But on top of that, also dabbled and dabbled with PR and artist development on the music side and working with some artists like Tony Terry. So uh, um, he wide open portfolio, being a master cosmetologist, you are an entrepreneur again, being a consultant, entrepreneur again. So the hardships would be as an entrepreneur, being a woman with children, I, I did take my children to a lot of appointments. Okay. Um, I did sometimes wow. miss some of the fam. I mean, that well, family, kid events at the schools. Um, the schools, there's a lot of events, a lot of actor after a- activities, and I would be late. I would be the late mom. <laughs> so I would be the late mom because my client was run- running late. Um, also... Um, I don't know if this is a hardship, but just being up all around the clock. So every once in a while, you know, the body says, okay, enough is enough. 
slow it down and I would say nobody enough is not enough because I got to pay my bills pay my rent I don't want my car be repossessed this month because you know they always be yes. calling me at this time of the month <laughs> my they coming to get my car and I already put the arrangement on top of the arrangement so some of the hardships is when uh, not being funny when I have to make that payment arrangement yeah. on top of the other payment arrangement that I have to make um, and don't let it be winter time because then you know Georgia Power and all of them be like hey Oh man, we ain't playing that game with Where you today, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> they you just come. They, they don't. They don't let up. It's like every month. Every month, they, they just they want their money. <laughs> yes, they do. They just keep bothering. You yeah, know, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's like, bro, I gave you money last month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, the, yeah, the the hardships are you know just when when you're so many. You know how they say there's there's a saying that says. Um, I think it's by, uh, not I think, I know. It's by Maya Angelou. And she says that she wants to be a rainbow in somebody else's cloud. So that is a quote that I always resonate in everything I've ever done. That's all I ever wanted to be and do. So with that being said, I, I did not sleep like a regular human. I didn't eat like a regular human being with the three meals a day. Um, didn't exercise as I was supposed to exercise. You know, cars mm-hmm. need oil changes. We need to exercise. Go figure. It it all makes sense. Our bodies are very very similar to a car. Um, but those are some of the the hardships. And you know, there are times as an entrepreneur where maybe you are the only one that believes in your dream so shout out to all the entrepreneurs including you guys i'm pretty sure at a, at a time you know and maybe still now there are people who be like oh you know why you got to do that podcasting you know everybody's doing a podcasting right and that's when you be like well now it's everybody plus one i'm gonna do my podcast would you like to come on the show or would you like to help us on the back end you know so yeah, yeah those yeah. are some of the things yeah definitely shout out to those people and, yes yeah. yes they yes yes you use them to build the foundation yeah that's uh that's a very powerful statement i love that um i can definitely respect that uh it's like you you just kind of did what it, you had to do and just kind of shoved all the all the issues and all the problems yeah. you just like yeah, yeah. i have I, to i have yeah, to shrug them yeah. off and just I, keep I going i did what and, i wanted to do yes. you guys want to do a podcast and i want to do everything that I did and I did it on purpose and because of that um, there were no obstacles so although I named some things when you're so laser focused there's no obstacles your obstacles become your courage yeah. or your strength yeah it's funny because um, when like before we started the podcast Juan like messaged me one day mm-hmm. you know we we're just talking he's like hey let's start a podcast and I was like mm, yeah you know that sounds cool and then like time went by and like we, we didn't do anything and one's like so what you about let time go by <laughs> yes. you don't do that yeah, yeah. you and never Juan, let time go by and Juan was like yo so what about the podcast and I was like yeah let's do it blah 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 and then like nothing happened and then and then one day Juan messaged me and he's like okay since you don't want to do the podcast how about we do this weather balloon <laughs> and then he sent me some weather balloon stuff and it was like a grand plus and I was like, yeah, let's just do the podcast. <laughs> and I think like that same week we like met up for like our first podcast with Daniel and everything. Wow. Oh, that's that that's nice. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. So Juan, who is the producer, basically was was he like the you know how you have a train and the first, the first cargo part, yeah. to trying to get the train moving? Is that what is yeah. that how it kinda yeah. 
yeah wow well, shout out to Wang yeah, yeah. yeah, shout Juan. out to Wang because he's the one that kind of like pushed us and yeah. like where you always got that one person yeah. I noticed that like it's always this one person who kind of pushes and bring, helps to get everybody I noticed that that's like a common denominator in like every entrepreneur you might see one person but they definitely got some people behind yeah for yeah sure. there, there definitely needs to be that one person <laughs> yes so uh going kind of moving on to uh a little more about you i was uh looking i was looking you up and i was just uh the first first thing i one of the you first was you looking items, me up? yeah i was, I was oh. stalking you okay and i'm <laughs> Okay. Well, I was just I was just trying to gather my thoughts, <laughs> gather what I need to, to okay. know about gather you. Gather his thoughts. Yes. And I, yeah, you were stalking <laughs> me on Google. I wound I, up yeah. on uh, Legit Life on YouTube. And <laughs> um, like it's like a, a YouTube channel. And you, you did an interview with him. And the first thing I noticed, uh, I just I also just gave um, Legit Life some publicity. So you're welcome. Shout no, out to Legit Life. <laughs> Shout out Legit Life. <laughs> yeah. But you, you talked about you're uh surviving the gang rape mm-hmm. and that was just so like i was just like what like that, like f- f- the first five minutes <laughs> yeah that was in the book and i was just like oh my god like that's that's insane yes. and i'm glad you said it because i didn't really want to get that person <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> So actually, you, you can, uh, you know, there's there's no question that somebody can't ask me um, when it comes to being gang raped and sexually molested by a relative at a very, very young age. I, I'm not a victim of anything. So there's no sorrow. There's no pity mm-hmm. that even I feel for myself. So I have literally bypassed. I do not. Uh, I do not entertain any victimhood, victim mm-hmm. language, because for me to be a victim, I have to totally agree and give myself away. And I'm here to be, I'm here to live. I'm here to be alive, not to just exist. So uh, there's many of people who have been or experienced some form of abuse. And when I do go out to different organizations, churches, the first thing I talk about is you are not a victim. If you think about how victims live, I don't know if you ever be up like me late night, don't sleep, you know, and uh, of course, uh, drama sales. So all day all long mm-hmm. you know all night on the news it's nothing but this victim you know the victim you know less you know just all type of stuff victim lost this the victim is now this the victim was here not the victim you know it's this lower at this lower level in life and so mm-hmm. there's always an image and it's a sad poor broke busted low self-esteem this and that image of what a victim looked like and i never wanted to, to look like that god didn't make me to look like that it's incredible thank you that's very incredible that you have that. i was trying to impress you <laughs> yeah no it worked it worked i'm impressed um and so like going into that i, I don't i don't know if uh how, how far you want to go into it and you know you, you decide that like how, how did that happen? Like, what was the whole situation with that? I'm just... Yeah, like, what led to the game, that? right? Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, I was young. Um, I had originally, like, ran away from home when I was 14 and moved in with my uh, children's father. Mm-hmm. So, I just happened to be out late night, hanging out. We had a little argument. So, I'm like, I'm going to my friend house, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to my friend house. My friend lives somewhere in a neighborhood that I was not familiar with. So, okay. uh, as you know, you're young and you just think you know everything. And so, I was hanging out with my friend and then I'm like, okay, when it's time for me to go home, I'm just going to catch the bus, 
walk to the bus stop uh, because I was not familiar with the era or the bus routes. The bus never came. Oh, but I didn't okay. know that, and I was just standing out, out there like, oh. Okay, Where are you at, bus? Nothing happened because uh, this is a main strip. I've been waiting like an hour. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So as I was waiting and waiting and waiting, um, these men, I kept, you know, I kept seeing them walking back and forth. And I was like, oh, well, you know, there's a lot of stores. You know, maybe they go, keep going to the store buying something. So then they eventually stopped. And when they stopped, you know, they were smoking, they were drinking, started a little a little chit chat and i'm like do i have to like can't they just like disappear Mm -hmm. you know so um it was three of them and one me yeah so um i was very very petite back then and um as they were talking to me um they kind of like started getting closer like you know if you can picture somebody like you in the middle and they come in on you and as they came in on me they started like pushing me with their shoulders like, but though mm-hmm. I'm steady, like walking, but they're at this time, it's like a push, you walk, push, you walk, push, you walk. And they're all blocking me. And I'm like, you know, what What are you guys doing? Like, why are y'all doing this to me? And so um, sure enough, because right behind the bus stop, it was a big open field. Uh, STD clinic um, which because it's late night it was closed mm-hmm. um, nothing but big open field abandoned houses and then the other houses on the other side of the street that's where people live so basically it was just open field in a clinic that was closed and literally they pushed me down to the ground uh, helped me down they all took turns backwards forwards everything you can think of um, it, it happened everything literally wow yeah that's oh my goodness i like in in my mind i just can't really process like why anyone would want to like force themselves on someone like that yeah um how how did you go about like um <laughs> like reporting that or? well actually uh i was screaming yelling uh bleeding a lot of different things were going on as as this was happening so what I did, and I have a very creative imagination, I guess this was kind of like the confirmation of my creative imagination. I just told myself, I said, you're not going to get up. You're not going to get away. You have been screaming. No one can hear you. And every once in a while, I would look to the side and I'm like, wow, there are no houses on this side. There's a big open field and you're still yelling at the top of your lungs. So some, I just told myself, go quiet. I want you, although I was shaking already, something said shake like you're having a convulsion, almost like you're dying. And I got really quiet. I started making my eyes roll. I made my body go limp. Creativity is funny. What what wow. you know? I'm I'm yeah. so powerful. Like we have no idea how powerful we were. It's almost like I literally told my body to die. When I did that. One by one, they started getting up, loosening up, standing up, taking breaks, stretching out, you know, like, hey, part five or part six. When they started and they all got up, I ran. And I'm not talking about like Forrest Gump. I ran like I had an engine on me. And I ran to the first house because there were no houses on that side of the street. And in this area, um, which seemed to be like a, a drug-infested area, mm-hmm. um, I knocked on the door because I was thinking as I was running, this person 
it's late night. They're probably going to think I'm a crackhead or somebody knocking at their door at this time. And sure enough, a big man came to the door. He barely opened up. I put my little little foot in between the door like, hey, buddy, you're not going to shut this door. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm not letting you in my house. What was what's going on? I said, sir, I said, there's some men chasing me. I don't know where they at, but they just gang raped me. I said, you ain't even got to let me in. Just call 911. And he did. So, so crazy. Did they get caught? Did they get what they deserved? Well, this happened when I was 17. And I just closed the case in, um, let's see, we're in 2019. I just closed my case. This was, what, almost three years ago. The case and they did get sentenced. Three? Yeah. Wow. So I was a part of uh, an experiment uh, that, that Cahawka County, Cleveland, Ohio is doing, where now they go back 20 years. So every time somebody's incarcerated, they're testing and through the test, if any of the semen or whatever matches up, they're going to start an investigation. And I was the first case that was a success. Wow. Yes. Yes. So with all that that happened, um, that that's I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still just processing it. it just I, I can't I can't, just can't believe the world is like that. Ugh. But um, what helped you overcome that event, or what what I, I imagine your mental state and your self-esteem i guess or mental state overall is just not very good or um you know what what helped you overcome that so with with the gang rape for me um i've I've always had a strong sense of who i am and who Mm -hmm. i'm not and I, i meet so many people all over the world and they live their rape they, they live in it yeah. and they live with it well I didn't want to live in it and I didn't want to live with it and being a victim was not a part of my purpose on earth so how I digested it is it happened to me for other people mm-hmm. it happened to me for other people it happened to me to share the story so when it does happen to others I will be able to hold their hand walk them through it, let them know who they are and who they never was. And that's how the book Still Beautiful was birthed. It was an affirmation. It was a truth. It wasn't a hope or a wish like, oh, I hope I'm still beautiful. No, I don't hope for nothing. Um, or maybe I'm, nope, there's no maybe. Um, God says, even in the Bible, we mm-hmm. are beautifully and wonderfully made. So Still Beautiful was an affirmation that was created for everybody who, whether man or woman, suffer any anything any form of abuse just anything somebody might be sitting in jail right now totally innocent just to let that person know you're still beautiful and you will always be still beautiful it's like you read my mind i was gonna ask you about that book too. <laughs> yeah um, it's like answered yeah. the next question yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. wow that's that's very powerful i, I don't think that um I don't think that a lot of people. I'm just, I'm just still baffled in place by you because I just don't feel like a lot of people have that strength and that mentality, that mental fortitude to just, like you said, just not live in it. Um, you know, people can dwell on that, and yes, people yes, can dwell yes, on yeah, any yeah, trauma. Yes, yes, and we yeah. we all have light. You know, darkness. You know, we all have the yin and the yang, mm-hmm. and, and the light and the dark. And one thing we know that dark don't 
doesn't help dark, light does. So uh, with the light that I have and the light that Mother Teresa and the light that Harriet Tubman and the light that so many millions of people had is to help light somebody else's candle. Um, we don't throw anyone away. Um, and I and I believe the same thing. So I want my light to shine so bright that people can borrow my light until they have their own light. Yeah, I like that attitude of like not being a victim because oftentimes a lot of people who who this happens to they they either don't like to talk about it or Mm -hmm. they just don't talk about it at all and then like oftentimes they just like live with it like just eating them up inside for so long yes and and it's not just i know we're talking about the gang rape or or being sexually molested by a relative it's not just abuse they're uh, human beings regardless of race nationality or creed uh a lot of times they have a mask on and what and the mask is different for every individual because we're individuals first. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. So with the mask, this somebody smiles on the outside, but they can be crying and hurting in the inside. They can be seconds away from being evicted, seconds away from their car being repossessed, um, don't have no money to bank, living on an NSF fee. Um, they can be you know lost their mom, lost their dead. It could be so many things that's hurting them. Uh, they might might have an issue with their teeth i mean just millions and millions and millions of things that's eating at them and they have a mask on and they're covering it up or maybe using another human being as a band-aid just to be able to go on for to the next day or to be able to uh function so it's like we we tend to function and smother and suppress all these things that are going on in us because we don't know how to handle that trauma or that pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, glad you brought that up. Um, you said a lot, and uh, I mean, just just off of that, it just kind of shows you that you just have to really find an inner strength. But um, what, hold what on, you, wait a minute. Let's let's stay right there because uh-huh. I, now I got it. Now I got to interview you. Okay. So <laughs> that's powerful what you just said. Inner strength, and and that is so. It's so powerful because when going back to the question mm-hmm. of how how did you get over it, what was it? It was all inner, all inner strength, inner spirit. It was all going in the inside when the world says go on the outside. So what you said, which I think you should say it again, inner so strength. everybody <laughs> hear you, um, regardless of what you're facing, what you're in, and what you're about to go through, the inner strength is what will keep you going it will make sure it'll ensure that you get back up yeah i think it takes a strong person to inspire other people to be strong also yes and you have to have a lot of stories like me and i have an encyclopedia set of stories (laughs) which volume do you want oh you want volume x no no. problem (laughs) yes very true nice i like that very yes, but um, yeah, she really is. Oh my <laughs> god, I just love this. I'm sorry, I'm just like. Uh, um, but what what I wanted to say was, um, uh, you have that inner strength. But for for people that, um, what would you suggest? Or what would you say for people who don't have that or who can't find that? Like, what would you say is like a first step or just something? Like, I'm just I'm just kind of curious what you're what you would think on that or. And shout out to Daniel because he's answering all these wonderful questions. So definitely, I want you guys to hook up on on his Instagram page. Go to Facebook. Do no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, um, so first and foremost, everyone has inner strength. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. We all, it was the way we was created. We are the only species who can transform. A tree can only be a tree. A dog can only be a dog. Human beings can transform at the at the drop of a second. Think about how many seconds you blink your eyes. That's how many times we can transform. Everybody has an inner strength. Uh, I don't believe that necessarily we need somebody to fix us or to teach us. I don't need to sit in anybody's class and for them to, you know, help me memorize a book of 360 pages. But I do need to know how to what, you know, credit is and money mm-hmm. and all the I do need to know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that being said, we there are things that happen in life and I and I think it's important that we take our moments our experiences our circumstances and the people who we bump across you know you got a flat tire on the freeway the other day you know a man voluntarily helped you out and you were two hours late at work you missed two hours of pay and all you're thinking about is you know uh, I'm supposed to be at work I'm not getting paid when you just met somebody who could be the uh, answer to your to your prayer so Everything is to remind us, to help us go back to the dynamic words you said, to the inside. Everything is inside out, regardless of what the world shows us. You know, they call us ugly and then so we can buy this so we can be pretty. It's the same concept on everything across the board, including men. This is not a, a female feminine issue. This is an individual issues. Men hurt just like the way women do. And, you know, regardless of what society says, you know, men don't have feelings, don't have a heart. We're all the same. Uh, and, and sometimes, again, just to create a story or just to get uh, what you call viewership mm-hmm. up, it'll make it seem like, oh, you know, it's it's. I mean, think about Mother's Day and Father's Day. Soon as Father's Day come, oh, yeah. you'll have all the women be like, "Oh yes, I am a father," and, and, we, <laughs> and women that even take that over, you know. And I'm telling you that as a woman because I've been there, I've done it. Like soon as Father's Day, you know, I say something like, "Oh yes, no, I'm a woman, I'm a mom." Mother's Day. Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Men, Father's Day. Yeah. I got that. I got that. So shout out to the men, just like I said, shout out to the women <laughs> earlier. Shout out to all the men. Shout out Thank to you. me for being a man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gotta love Jose. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just still processing everything. Like <laughs> you just, uh, I'm just glad this is happening. This is uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're just a very powerful person. I love that. Ooh. I really love your your energy. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again. Wow. And, uh, um, now can you say like every hour on my Instagram yeah, I'm trying fine. to get I'll my just, Instagram yeah. likes up okay. and it would help having somebody who don't look like me say this you know and <laughs> let them please let them know I'm not paying you uh, and you know make sure they know it's NikkiPurple.com that's also my website right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good sounds good <laughs> at what point yes. do you guys want me to start recording why not we breaking into that man oh man <laughs> well um, I mean we, talk, we talked about a lot of things and, and I think you've mentioned here um things here and there about your book but um and i know you're pressed for time too so main thing um it's still beautiful you, you said you wrote it just because you wanted to kind of show people that no matter what um, they go through and you, you, you're basically giving your experiences right in that book more than anything so yeah. the book still beautiful which is on amazon was endorsed by les brown les brown is a the number one famous motivational speaker in a whole wide world 
Um, he endorsed the book. It's on the back of the book. That was my first book. It is a journal. So uh, I wanted this book to be a reminder, to be a reflection, to help people, you know, to restore, to revive all the R.E. words. That was the purpose mm-hmm. of writing that book. Still beautiful. Um, what I do know is uh, it's a it's a safe space. It's a healthy space to start dealing in in with the trauma or the pain or anything it, it it can be a habit you know one little habit can can keep us back from where we want to be one little habit one little hang up you know one you know even mm-hmm. if you're someone who procrastinates and you realize like you know what if I honestly think about it I did kind of procrastinate these last six months you know just been coming home going to bed you know, so whatever that thing, that that it, that is why I created Still Beautiful, because I wanted something that was just as strong as saying, I love you, but it's something you say to yourself every morning, every night, by the hour, every day, no matter what happened, your house burned down, I'm still beautiful. And uh, with Still Beautiful, it's just, again, reminding people morning, noon, or night, regardless of life happenings, you're still beautiful. It's the only way, that's, that's the way you was created. That is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you for that thank powerful you. message, really. Um, I just have to ask. Uh, I was reading the book, <laughs> and I was like, man, she went through a lot. I was just like, yes. are you okay? But you no, no, okay, well, no, 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 no. I know I said the other questions were good, but this one's probably the most powerful one. So I have been through a lot, but I also mm-hmm. must take... And invite people to take accountability because some of the choices I made were not the healthiest choice. Some of the choices were back up against the wall choices. Some of the choices were desperation. Some of the choices were choices I made because somebody hurt me mm-hmm. uh, going through a bad divorce and so forth. Uh, some of the choices I made because um, I had children. So with that being said, every choice I made, I was not a victim of the choices. I knew exactly what I was doing. So the the answer to your question, am I okay? Absolutely. I create my world at every second of the day. We all do. And that is Nikki Purple. Yes. <laughs> yes. It has been a great pleasure getting to know you on this interview. Thank really you. The next really interview, has. I'm gonna interview you on. You're next next time I'm gonna interview. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Um but yeah, no guys, uh I think I think this is uh like I said, she's pressed for time. She's a very, very busy woman. <laughs> That's a wrap. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, go check out her book. Still beautiful is on Amazon. We're gonna post the link um, in our description of the episode. And uh, don't forget to post the other three books. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so of course, the of other course. three books. I know you might be getting tired. You no, two no, more books. But, no, there are three more. So you have Smile. You're still beautiful. Smile. You're still beautiful. Just came out a week ago. And that is an ebook. Mm. And then you have Real Estate Marvel. This is for all my real estate people, my kings and queens that are in real estate, uh, that are a licensed real estate agent. This book is for you. It is a must have resource and tool to help each and every real estate. Uh, real estate has been taught the same way for the last 50 years. But as someone who has actually walked the walk, and when I tell you walk the walk, meaning I took a bus as far as to go and I walked the rest of the way 30 minutes a 
what one way and 30 minutes the other way so i know exactly what a real estate agent goes through and also my other book which is wait a minute i have real estate marvel smile you're still beautiful and give yourself credit which i don't know how oh thank you so much that's what i'm talking about see they got the best of the best technology (laughs) so give yourself credit was actually number one in credit it was actually number one in credit repair and give yourself credit was also number three and um i'm sorry in personal transformation so this is not a traditional credit book uh credit affects your whole totality of who you are you you know beyond the numbers just everything is affected when your credit is not where you want it to be so these books are phenomenal i gotta check them out I really yeah, gotta, I gotta look at all that. Yes, I want you guys at yeah. least to order fifty books a piece. In, uh, yeah, <laughs> at least, at, at least. least, at least, at least. She actually means fifty-one. There you go. Yeah, you know, maybe they should order a hundred. I mean, I'm gonna give you guys a hundred star <laughs> review. Yeah, so you guys should order at least a hundred books a piece. Yeah, and send it to all your all family, right. no, friends. We'll, and we'll, if you have a bigger family, please don't stop at a hundred. <laughs> well. Um, thank you so much thank mm-hmm. you for sharing your uh, your experiences your story and um, providing a motivational um, source of energy and just being you honestly thank you thank you and that's the best gift that you can get a world so I also would uh, say you guys continue being you continue walking in your gifts uh, stand in your dream and, and it will always uh, lead you and guide you every second of the day Thank, Thank you very you. much. I appreciate that. I appreciate you as a person. Thank you.